always say when, when you are in the people business, um, it will wear and tear you down. But um, at the end of the day, you know, there's a scripture that says his mercy is on you every morning. <laughs> the next morning you get up, you go, you go again and, and you face everything. But I mean, it's, it's, it's a reality. It's not always just um, uh, man, moonshine and roses being in the ministry. It, it, it sometimes is difficult. It's a reality. From the pages of Church Growth Magazine, helping church leaders implement their vision, this is the Church Growth Magazine podcast with your host, Brian Boyd. This is the Church Growth Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Brian Boyd. And uh, today we've got a great, great episode. A good friend of ours is here with us, uh, Liana Platt. Hi, Liana. Hi, Brian. Welcome to the podcast. Liana is such a great lady, and uh, we met years ago in South Africa, and now she's here in the States. And, and Liana, tell us a little bit about, about your background in South Africa. Well, Brian, um, we were, well, we still are part of the Doxodayo um, Church, the ministry, and um, Alan and I uh, this year will be in full-time ministry for 35 years. Wow. So our whole world actually um, consists of being in Doxadeo. Uh, we've been the visionary leaders of Doxadeo, which is quite a ministry in South Africa and also in some parts of um, the world internationally. Yeah. And um, that's been our whole life, being part of Doxadeo. Yeah, a few weeks ago, uh, her uh, Alan, I mean Liana's husband Alan was a guest on the podcast, and we talked about a healthy church, and uh, and I think behind every every minister like Alan, there's a smarter lady, and that's Liana, and uh, we we've had uh, a lot of great times together. And um, mm-hmm. today, Liana, I wanted to talk about a subject that we haven't broached here on the Church Growth Magazine podcast, and since this this is dedicated to leaders of churches. It's the role of women in the ministry, mm-hmm. and I think that can be taken any number of ways. We've got outspoken ministers like Joyce Meyer, Christine Kane. We've got amazing wives of lead pastors like uh, Don Cherie Wilkerson or uh, or her mo- or mother-in-law Robin Wilkerson. I think I know there's more of those come to mind right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's probably women in ministry who just are kind of more quiet and, and helpful. My my grandmother Goldia Anderson, uh, my mother's mom was in full-time ministry and with the Assembly of God Church. And back in the, gosh, was it 50s, 60s? My grandmother, Goldia, created the Missionettes program for the Assembly of God Church. It's a young women's program. And so I grew up with women in the ministry, women's ministries in particular. Mm-hmm. But, but Liana, coming from your perspective, being in ministry around the world in South Africa, now here in the States, what does, what does it mean to be in the full-time ministry? Well, Brian, first of all, I must really say that it is one of the greatest privilege to be in the full-time ministry. Um, I, we firmly believe in Doxodaya that all people are in ministry, no matter what your vocation. But then some people are called into the full-time ministry. And uh, being in the full-time ministry is such a joy and such a privilege because you, you get to see and experience uh, what God is doing on a daily basis. And you really, your whole life is about um, seeing and doing what God is doing every day and then 
in every country for that matter. And I, it really is just dedicating your whole life uh, to see that God and his word um, and his work is, is taken all over the world. Um, full-time ministry, uh, in my perspective, is different than, than being in, in a more worldly or a vocation. Um, mm. So there definitely is a difference. Yeah. But uh, I am absolutely convinced that, that God graces people in the full-time ministry to do what he calls them to do. So before you met Alan Platt, were you in, were you in ministry? Well, I, no, I was a teacher. I was a school teacher. But of course, um, looking back, I am convinced that I was in the ministry. Yeah. Uh, bringing God's kingdom to the classroom every day is ministry. Um, so, yes, I would say I was in the ministry, but um, not really like in full-time ministry. Uh, just seeing wherever you are doing what God wants you to do and bringing his light into to your everyday life. So Doxadeo uh, founded in Pretoria in, in South Africa. Mm-hmm. Now, I think with how many campuses around the world? 27 more? 28, yes. 28, Okay. And and I, my wife Fran and I had the privilege of visiting you in South Africa a few years ago, and and there were many ministries part of that church, and one was a, an orphanage, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, were you, were you pretty involved with that? Was that something you were involved with? Uh, well, not directly. Every campus would have a, a home that they would take um, responsibility for, yeah. be it like little AIDS children or um, children that are in need. So, so every campus um, in Pretoria would have some kind of home that they take responsibility for. Um, to care for those children who can't look after themselves for that matter. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, in South Africa, um, AIDS is a, is a very big reality and many children are fatherless and motherless because of that. So they don't have anywhere to go. So those children are taken into these homes to care for because they're actually orphans. So um, we wow. really reach out to them. In, in, in Doxodayo, it's very op- important for us to reach outside of the, the walls of the church. So we would have many projects uh, where we reach out into the community to go and make a difference, to really bring Christ into um, the, the community. That is really our focus. So, so ministry is more than making sure there's a music set in the Sunday you know, service. Oh yes. Uh, it's it's beyond the walls of the churches. I think is what you just said, which is Absolutely. really critical. Yes. Yes. And and so I'm assuming that being uh, in the ministry at five o'clock at night every day, you can turn off the ministry, and then you just are uh, a mom and a wife and doing other things, right? Not really. Uh, <laughs> I think that is one that one of the differences being in the full time ministry that it really is a is a seven seven day job. Uh, if you want to call it a job, because you are really uh, available for your people seven days a week. Um, Weekends really are um, the time that you are more visible, but the five days, six days from Monday to Saturday, you are so involved in whatever is going on in the church that it actually takes up your whole life. Um, You eat it, you drink it, you live it, you speak it. it. It becomes so part of who you are. 
um, you cannot, you can never ever just close the door and say, um, "No, we're not part of this of the ministry anymore." It's part of your everyday life. What kind of expectations do you feel that are on you being in that role? Expectations from church members, from the community. Oh, yes. Um, there are definite demands uh, on a couple being in the full-time ministry. Um, I think uh, for the most part, you are kind of public property. Everybody knows who you are. Um, everybody knows who your children are. Um, so you are kind of exposed. Uh, whatever you do, people know about it. And it, it, it brings with it the kind of responsibility but it's a godly responsibility. And I am absolutely convinced that, that God graces you to do that. So it is not a burden. It, it, it's a joy and a privilege to do that. Do you think there's anything that's too much? Do you feel like there's ever a requirement of the, of, of the role you're in that just you, you put your head on the pillow and say, I can't, this is too much for me? I think, I think sometimes people in the full-time ministry um, can feel like that. Uh, I think when, when you're so involved in people's lives and, and things get tough, uh, it th sometimes can feel that it's overwhelming uh, because you get so close to people. Um, and sometimes, I, I always say, when, when you are in the people business, um, it will wear and tear you down. Yeah. But um, at the end of the day, you know, there's a scripture that says his mercies on you every morning. <laughs> the next morning you get up, you go, you go again and, and you face everything. But I mean, it's, it's, it's a reality. It's not always just um, uh, man, moonshine and roses being in the ministry. It, it, it sometimes is difficult. It's a reality. Um, so, yeah. What do you think the biggest challenge is for a pastor's wife? Uh, supporting a, a, a pastor or an evangelist or a minister? What do you think is the biggest challenge? Well, I definitely think uh, the whole aspect of spending time, quality time as a family, uh, that really always is a challenge because the demand on your husband's time is, is so immense. Um, there's always something to do. There's always somebody who wants to to have a, a meeting with you or an appointment with you and and really to balance that. Um, I hear that all the time speaking to pastors' wives. Um, the challenge really is to, to get a kind of a balance between uh, the demands of the ministry on the one hand and on the other hand, your family life. Uh, just spending quality time with, with your children. It, it, that really, I think, is the biggest demand in the full-time ministry. Now, you've, I, on your, I think on your Facebook, I've seen uh, you have a little WhatsApp group or a Zoom group of mm -hmm. other, other ministry leaders. What, tell me about that. I, I'm not sure if I have it right. Other women in ministry? Well, that is actually um, the leaders uh, in Doxadaya. We have a um, group of leaders in Doxadaya, which we call the Apostolic Team, uh, which actually oversee uh, the ministry of Doxadaya. It's about 10 couples. And because of the fact that they are really scattered, one of them is in London, the other is in um, uh, Germany, some of them is in South Africa, one is here with me in the States. So we get together um, over a Zoom meeting and we just share life. We just care for one another, love on one another, pray for one another, um, 
so it's really a more a caring of one another uh, than anything else. So that really is very close to my heart to see that uh, ladies in the ministry are well cared for spiritually and emotionally. So the whole aim of that Zoom meeting, we actually call it a Zoom visit, is just to get the ladies, get, get them together and just spend time together, pray for one another, laugh to another with, with one another, cry with one another, just sharing yeah. life. So Zoom did not sponsor this podcast today, but if they'd like to, we'd love to have you as a, as a sponsor. No, that's awesome. I think technology is so amazing to be able to do that, to have yeah. different people in different continents together. That's just simply incredible. I'm, I still, I'm, I'm still not jaded by that. Even the fact that we're having this talk now, we're not even in the same location. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Um, the, the, a, a woman in ministry who's going through tough times, maybe challenging times, where do they find inspiration? Where does, where do you go? Uh, is there other women in ministry you look to? Do you listen to podcasts? Uh, besides spending time with the Lord in prayer or, or the scripture, where, tactically, where would a woman go? If, if, if they're listening right now and they're saying, boy, I'm just, this is challenging. Where, where can they turn? You know, Brian, life in the full-time ministry is actually a very lonely journey um, because uh, just because of the fact that you are on the receiving end of information about people in your in your church uh, makes that you cannot really share whatever you know with, with anybody. So um, it really is a lonely journey and sometimes it can become a little overwhelming. And the demands, uh, as I said, being in the full-time ministry is so much different to any other vocation. So uh, I must honestly tell you, I'm very blessed to have Alan um, as being my best friend, um, apart from being my husband and the father of my children. He really is my best friend. So I can really confide in him and just have a talk with him. But then I think on the other hand, it's so important to have um, ladies on your team, if possible, um, to have them with you um, and share with them because they understand your world. It's a safe world. You can be transparent, um, but it's very important to to have to really have a relationship with with the ladies on your team in order for you to to have a safe place where you can just you know just share your frustrations and and get encouraged by one another because. By doing that, you you once again have the energy to go on and, and, and face whatever. But it is really important, I think, to to have a kind of a network around you, a support system of people who, who are in the same boat, as you want to call it, to, who understand your world, to really be there for you and to encourage you. That's great. That's great advice. And, um, and you've created a group well, over Zoom with other, other women, leader, women in, in leadership roles. And, and so I'm sure that listeners today are, would be able to find a, a similar, similar group. Um, the last thing I kind of like to touch on, and, and uh, I really do appreciate your time today, is, is marriage. You've mentioned it a moment ago that Alan is, is your best friend and, and, uh, and you do life together. I know you travel together, your ministry together, but... But can this can the stressors of of ministry be a challenge for for a married couple? 
Oh, I absolutely believe so, Brian. I absolutely believe so. I think that is why it's so very important um, in in this very busy schedule of being in the ministry to to really make time for one another, to schedule date nights, uh, and if possible, to go away for a weekend, if possible, just to invest in your marriage. Uh, because I, I believe that if your marriage is strong, you can serve and minister to the people around you. And and so often we find in, in, in full-time ministry that, that the marriages are really not at a good place. And I think to be to be really aware of it, to be awake that this is one of the areas that the devil really want to come and um, disarm you. Uh, if you know it, you can do something about it and to really invest in your marriage. Um, we really advise our team members to do exactly that, to build quality into re- their relationships. Uh, because at the end of the day, a strong marriage uh, will ensure a strong church. Um, so, yes, I we feel very strongly about it to to. Um, to really see to it that the health of our marriages are are, are really looked off looked after. That's awesome. I know Fran, my wife, and I had a uh, digital ad agency for a number of years, and um, and we would work all day together, and then we'd come home and talk about work some more, uh-huh. <laughs> and and it really got it really was tough. Yeah. And it, I don't know what happened, but we eventually figured it out. We need to do something else besides work, and uh-huh. we we started exercising and doing some running together and other things that we could have other things to talk about besides client issues. Yes. And so I think it's fun to work with your spouse. Um, I would never change it for the world. I loved working with my wife. Uh Um, But whether you're in corporate America or in the ministry, I think the points you said are are really valuable. Um, I just want to brag on Liana for a minute. She uh, won't tell you this, but she's an author. Uh, she's created some uh, mentoring programs based on her experience. Um, I know if you go to Amazon and Google and look up Liana Platt, you can find some of her books she's written. And uh, she is an uh, amazing, uh, I don't know where she, where you find the time for all that, Liana, mm. but, uh, but you've done some great stuff. Thank you, Brian. What would be, um, in our, our final words here, what would be something you'd leave with a, a woman in ministry today or uh, as, a, as a final note to encourage, encourage her? Well, um, first of all, as I said, I, I I think being in the ministry is a privilege. And if you put on the right glasses looking at the ministry, we'll find so many reasons to really enjoy it. And, and I think to make the ministry your friend, uh, not to isolate, but to integrate uh, and be a part of it. Open your heart and your home to the ministry. And and the, th- the fact is that what I've learned that God at the end of the day is the rewarder. He knows everything that you're pouring into the ministry. And, and he has the most amazing ways to, to come and bless you when you least expect it. So um, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world to be in the full-time ministry with my husband. It is, it is such a joy and such a pleasure. Well, you are a joy and a pleasure. <laughs> and oh, I'm so, bless you. Come on. And... Um, uh, we uh, have had some uh, great meals together with Liana and Alan, and, and they are really are a lot of fun. Aww. And uh, you guys are, are just phenomenal. I, I count it a real blessing to know you and your family. Oh, bless you, and, Brian. Uh, 
Uh, they they have two wonderful kids, and uh, I count them as dear friends. Well, thank you for listening to today's podcast. Uh, church Growth Magazine is dedicated to helping church leaders around the world with the tactics of growing their church. And if you found this interesting and uh, educational and helpful, uh, drop me a note. And uh, if you have any questions for Liana, I'd love to field those for her as well. If you're a woman in ministry and you'd like more information about Liana Platt and what she's done, send me an email, brian, B-R-I-A-N, at churchgrowthmagazine.com, brian at churchgrowthmagazine.com, and I'll be glad to field those for Liana and get those to her. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, we'd love for you to share it, send it to a friend, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, and wherever podcasts are listened to. So for Liana Platt, I'm Brian Boyd. Have a great, great day. Mm-hmm.